This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Jim McCormick of agmarket.net. Jim, we haven't talked since last week's WASD report, but what are we seeing taking place on the grains here today? We're seeing some strength in the overnight market. Uh, pretty much across the board, corn is up four, beans up over 10, 10 cents plus. Even the wheat market is kind of joining the fun. Meal continues to make new moves higher, as well as bean oil. So a very strong overnight market overall, looking for that to probably continue as we open the day session. Jim, we've seen some big movement from some of the products of soybeans, excuse me, as we saw soybean meal really take a jump yesterday. Was there any kind of significance to that? Did you have any kind of indication of why that took off? Well, I think to a, technically some of it is technical. They took out the 200-day, so or went up to the 200-day yesterday, took it out last night. So a little bit of technical. But part of what's going on is the fundamental side of the equation, and that's in Argentina, I believe. Argentina is one of the biggest producers of meal in the world. We do know Argentina had a small crop due to the drought, so there's not near as much Argentina meal hitting the market. And then what would be available, because they could bring beans in from Brazil and then crush them and send the meal back out, the farming in Argentina is almost grinding to a halt. And what I mean by that, at least on the sales side of the equation, because they've got this presidential election coming up. And one of the guys leading is very pro-business. And if he would get elected, he would not get sworn in until early in January, I believe. But you've got a lot of producers down there kind of holding off selling product because they want to wait and see what this new president may do, thinking it may make them more beneficial maybe in currency plays and tax plays so they're kind of holding some of their product off the market and we are seeing our meal sales increase hence driving the meal market higher jim i thought it was kind of funny when we were looking at some of the harvest numbers earlier this week that i think a lot of people thought we were going to be maybe a little bit ahead of harvest schedule this year because we had the dry weather of course we saw the crops reach maturity a little bit early in some spots, but that hasn't necessarily been the case. We're just a little bit ahead of last year's pace. What did you make of this week's harvest numbers? Oh, a little bit behind, but you know, look at the weather. If you're north of I-80 in Iowa, all across Illinois, Indiana, they're just we've had a lot of rain late last week. It has slowed down the harvest. Our uh, our clients in the east, uh, parts of Michigan, Ohio, even eastern Indiana their crop is very, very wet. It is not drying down, unfortunately, for them. So now they've got to dry every bushel of this corn coming out. And anybody who's had a wet fall harvest knows when you got to dry every bushel, it just gums up and slows the process down. But, you know, it will get gathered. Uh, it's not a problem to the market in, as a play as a whole. I have seen some pictures of some down corn out of maybe South Dakota from the storm system over the weekend. So that could be a little bit of a problem. But in general, you know, it's a normal harvest pace for the most part. Jim, let's switch over to the other side of the ag markets and talk about the livestock and what's happening there. Well, if you look at the hog market, I mean, it was an ugly day on those December hogs yesterday. They took out that October low. Um, outside day down. Technically, it was just an ugly market. Um, Hopefully, we can reverse it today. We did get some positive economic news out of China. Um, Their GDP and all the other economic data they they released last night did give a little bit of a bullish tinge to the economic macro macro market, I should say. Hopefully, that is kind of an encouragement. Maybe we see some economic sales of, of exports of pork to China. Because right now, the market's going down, plain and simple. It's telling you you've got too much pork, not enough demand. Cat, on the other hand, they're free. they continue to work higher. Cash markets working higher. The demand seems to be there. Supply is still very tight. The question the cattle market is what we've always been saying right now is how much is a will, consumer willing to pay up for that beef? Right now, it seems like they're still willing to pay. 
And Jim, when we talk about China and that trying to improve the economy, are they still just very slowly trying to recover from the COVID time period and shutting everything down, essentially, and having such a strict process of trying to contain COVID? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the reality is they were very hard shutting down. They 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 stayed shut down longer than any other country out there. And it just they did not snap back as quick as a lot of people thought. And I think some of that has to do with, you know, as they had the COVID procedures, we couldn't get products out of China. So what happened? You saw a lot of multinational companies move their production base out of China to other locations of the world. And it's just, it's one of those things that it's just taken longer for them to do it. Their thing we need to watch is their real estate economy. That is still very, very fragile. There's a big, couple big real estate companies that have blown up. And, uh, you know, just like our real estate market, if it slows down, it's a little, it's definitely a little bit drag on the economy. But like I said, they did give some positive news last night, and hopefully that will uh, lead to a little bit of support maybe in the hogs as well as the beans as you see some maybe China demand come in on the stronger economy. And Jim, I know you're always keeping a close eye on demand. What is the indications for the consumer here right now when it comes to beef and the high beef price? Are people still willing to pay at least at this moment at the store right now? I think right now, for the most part, they are. I think I've heard some, you know, some CEOs say they're starting to see the the consumer a little bit fragile at this point in time. But you know, the jobs number overall is very good. But it's something I think we need to be concerned about. You know, it's the holiday period. People tend to splurge over the next couple months. I think that could help hold the beef market up. But I think as we get past the holiday season, I think that's where the trouble could really start to show up. Because, like I said, there are cracks in the economy. Remember, um, with all the international headlines going on, we still have that union strike in the automobile workers. That is a lot of money. That's just, it's not going to go into the system. Remember, like when the government shuts down, people don't get paid, then we end up paying those 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 government employees back their salary if they were shut down. These union people, lots of them right now, which are trickling into their economies, they're not getting they're you know they're getting union strike pay, which is next to nothing. So we are not pushing money into the economy. That will have a negative impact. It's just when will that negative impact hit the market, and how long and how bad will it hit it? So it's something we need to be cautious about for the demand for the higher cuts. Jim McCormick of agmarket.net. Jim, what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch and to get even more marketing information? You can reach me directly at 815-665-0461. Reach any of the Ag Market team members at 844-424-6758. Or better yet, go to agmarket.net to sign up for some research. Jim McCormick, agmarket.net. Thanks for joining us here on the show. As always, Jim, have a great day. We'll talk again next week. Thank you for having me on. That was Jim McCormick with agmarket.net. It is time now for a check of the numbers. December corn up four even at 493 even. November soybeans up six even at 1302 and a quarter. January soybean meal up three dollars and ten cents at 397.80. January soybean oil up eleven cents at 54.74. Chicago wheat up six even at 604 and three quarters. Minneapolis wheat up five even at 732 and three quarters. Kansas City hard red wheat up six even at 672 and three quarters. March oats down seven and a quarter at 394 and a quarter. On the Merck, December live cattle up five cents at 186.92. November feeder cattle down 47 cents at 249.97. December lean hogs up 12 cents at 67.67. December pork cutout down 72 cents at 77.32. Class three milk up 11 cents at 17.94. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network.